Oh, yeah. We are okay. one week away from Christmas. Wow. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Again, I didn't realize it was coming up this quickly until like just a few days ago. I can't do this time thing. I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, time is just meaningless now, isn't it? It's like the holidays are, are always going to be the same, right? But the time in between, it really is just like this blob of, oh, I go between, oh my God, Christmas isn't for a whole week. We have plenty of time to, holy crap, it's a week away. But I do that in the span of like a day, right? I mean, it's just like my whole concept of time is just out the window right now. Yeah. I know everyone's going through it. All of a sudden, it's mid-December when we just talked about Thanksgiving. Right. And Halloween. I swear, we just put those candy shoots up. Anna, it feels like just yesterday when you were saying, hey, you guys, I'm planning in case kids have to leave school. I mean, that feels like yesterday. Yeah. And I was thinking, yes. good for her. But yeah, that's not going to happen. It is so cool to have these podcasts. They are truly time capsules. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, they are. Like I listened to about a year ago, you know, we're talking about holiday gatherings and holiday gift exchange. And we didn't even know what a coronavirus was a year ago during that episode. And then a month later, did you hear someone in Everett got the corona and he's the first case to I said these words. <laughs> Young people don't have to worry about it. And even last week, when they were trying to review the first vaccine to come out, Pfizer, all three of us were a hard no when I had asked, would we take the vaccine today? All these time capsules. Yes, it's like history in the making. But I do think that we've had a little bit of change of heart on our hard no's. Right. And we don't have to go back a year. We just have to go back a week. <laughs> we are our own time capsule. I have the I audio have here. Listen. If, let's say that today they said, hey, you guys could start taking this vaccine, would you take it today? Nope. I wouldn't either. Really? <laughs> what? Would, um, would you, Anna? Would you run out and get it? No. <laughs> After all, <laughs> oh, God, that's three of us. <laughs> we didn't even hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Vax on, vax off. <laughs> Claire has right. some new information. I do. From I do. So my hesitation and, you know, part of it is that maybe I read too much and part of it is maybe I watch too much science fiction. But also <laughs> in, in talking to actual doctor people that I know, I was concerned about this mRNA thing, right? Now, I'm a layman. I'm not really a doctor. But my understanding is that instead of a normal, quote, normal way that they would develop a vaccine where they would take a, like, like when you get a flu shot, there's actually like a little bit of the flu in there, right? But they've gone and they They've done some gizmos to it to make your body fight it when it when it arrives and then your body kills it. Rather than using the actual COVID-19 virus itself, they were using mRNA, basically sort of recoding messenger RNA and sticking it in your body and letting that fight it. And in my brain, that was like, oh, they want to change our DNA. That means anyone who has children, they're all going to have like nine eyes and antennae, right? <laughs> and so that is the part of me that was like, huh, that doesn't seem right tinkering with that. And I've read a lot about like, you know, gene splicing and CRISPR. And I think I've just read too many things about the way that scientists are able to now experimentally manipulate DNA that what I heard mRNA, I was like, I don't want any part of that. Even though clearly these very, very, very smart scientists from <laughs> all over the world have been working on this. And I was not alone. I found that a lot of people had the same hesitation. So I'm on Facebook the other day. And I see this giant post from a friend of mine who's actually a veterinarian. <laughs> but a lot of people will tell you that veterinarians are constantly consulted by, quote, regular doctors. What? Uh, from the small animal to the large animal. I once did a whole public affairs series on how cardiologists have interworkings with the people who treat lions at zoos because of different things that they've learned that they've shared between humans and lions. So the notion that my friend the veterinarian would have a complete understanding of human physiology is nothing to laugh at. This is absolutely true. And this is what she wrote. I'll, I'll try to remember to take the potty words out of here. Um, <laughs> the mRNA is messenger RNA. It is coded for the COVID-19 spike protein. That's the red spiky thing sticking off the gray blob in every... 
often picture you see of this virus. The mRNA rides into the body in the vaccine coated in a lipid droplet. Your cells take it up. The mRNA tells the ribosome in the cell how to make the COVID-19 spike protein, and it does. The cell releases that COVID-19 spike protein into your body, and your immune system goes, oh, hell no, you get out of here. And then it makes the antibodies to the COVID-19 spike protein. Then when you get exposed to the real COVID-19 virus, you now have antibodies and memory T cells and the body at the ready to inactivate it. And then a couple of people went on to say, so I guess this means you'll take it. <laughs> and she said, and she said, speaking as a health professional, I would take it in my eye tomorrow if I could. <laughs> well, I did not understand all of the science behind that. I understood enough of it to realize what they were doing. It does kind of make sense to me. And if she's that confident and all of her doctor friends, human, pet and otherwise chimed in afterwards, then I am now confident, too, that it's probably fine. I was listening and learning or not from another podcast. <laughs> and this podcast is called Higher Learning. And mm. they were interviewing Dr. Abdul El Sayed. It was nice because his explanation also was easy to follow along. It's working and activating your immune response. And your uh, immune response sends out these chemicals from your own body that gives you a fever, etc. Because your body thinks it's being infected, but actually right. it's not infected. It's learning that code you were talking about, Claire. Uh, yep. It's learning the code of that virus that's trying to prevent. And because of that immune process, you're now immune from being infected in the future. You're 95% likely to be protected from a virus whose short-term consequences have killed 300,000 Americans and then whose long-term consequences we're still starting to understand, which is you guys have heard of long haulers, right? No. Or long Long haulers? haulers? So that is when you've had COVID and you you healed from it, but you're still months later, still getting fevers. You get yes. brain fog. Some people, and, and, and it's it varies. I have a friend that is going through it. She had her COVID in March. It is December and she still gets fevers. Wow. Um, and so it's it's uh, there's it, it messes with your mind. There's some people that say they're just seeing things the way you would when you have a fever dream. Uh, so you're not all the way well. Hmm. Right. Wow. I hadn't heard that term before. You know, I've read countless stories of people whose bodies have been ravaged in different ways with the virus bringing out things that they didn't know they had, um, as as well as what you're describing, people who, on the surface, mostly recovered, but have still have lingering issues. It's an insidious little bugger, that's for sure. I don't yeah. want to have COVID ever. That's why now I'm leaning more towards yes than than last week. Yep, definitely. Now that's okay. not to say we're going to get it because we're <laughs> not right away. <laughs> like 250 millionth down the line right. who deserve it. But yeah. um, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I'm 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 all for those who want it to go on and get it. Yeah, and, and it's okay to be skeptical. I mean, yes. Science, the whole essence of science is is skepticism. (laughs) It's okay that we all said no last week, but as we learn more, we might change our minds. Mm -hmm. And now I want to ask Lori, have you changed your mind or are you still a hard no? You know, I think that I actually had it in January. I was so sick, I actually called you to come fill for me. And your husband was like, are you kidding me? You're like, no, she's never sick. And I was so sick. And I actually lost in like the four days I was sick, I lost six or eight pounds. Wow. Yes. Yes. I was so sick. But on the other hand, we still had everybody here, all our people, and nobody else seemed to have gotten it from me. So I don't know. So I, in a way, I feel immune to it. But I also know it's probably going to be a long wait and I have time to think about it. So I think that's why I'm not putting a lot of pressure. (laughs) And the other thing is when I've gotten flu shots in the past, I've gotten the flu. Right. So yes. I'm yeah. thinking, I don't want to get COVID <laughs> right. <laughs> if I haven't right. already had it. I also produce a podcast called C-Sessions, and it's about cancer because a lot of people, when they get cancer, they just believe their doctor. They do whatever he, the doctor says, but the truth is you always want to get a second opinion. And so the person right. doing this is talking with people that do the trials as well as doctors. Well, he had a woman on the other day 
day and she was talking about healthy eating and antigens. And she said, really, what we want to do is go get that antigen test, because if we have had COVID, then we're already immune and we don't need to worry about a vaccine. Some people are questioning that. Oh, okay. that, are, are you talking about antibodies? If you've already had it and you have the antibodies that it's, it'll prevent you? It's actually the antigen. It's okay. something that's different than an antibody, but it's called an antigen. And I remember early on, they were talking about getting tested for that. And she's, it's a blood test. And she said oh. that that's the way she would go. You know, and when her husband had a checkup, she said, because they had had COVID, she said, when you get this checkup, when they do the blood test, have them check for the antigens. And they did. And because he has oh. them, then he's immune to COVID now. Oh, okay. I didn't know about the antigens and antibodies thing. I'm no but doctor so either. <laughs> yeah, so he did, he did have it and then he got this test. But can anybody just go to your doctor and say, hey, can you check me for antigens? I mean, will they do that? I think that you can, but I think like for him, he was already having his yearly checkup. And right. so it's like, hey, add this to it. But I do know in the beginning, people were just going in for that, especially like oh. doctors and nurses. So Right. Doctors and nurses, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yet they didn't turn around and make the virus make the vaccine out of that. No, right. right? They're not making the vaccine out of the virus. They're they're doing some other manipulation. Right. It's interesting. Yes. The other thing that gives me pause, but again, I, I would still take it at this point, is the speed. You know, usually there's so much testing with, mm -hmm. with uh, side effects and efficacy and all of that kind of stuff. At least four years of it. Yeah, usually. A minimum 18 mm -hmm. months. And to have come up with something in nine months, it is, it's interesting. But again, there are a whole lot of smarter people than me all around the world. This didn't just come out of one country or one country. Company. It's coming out of multiple. So what you're saying is you might take the shot, but not in your eye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tomorrow. Me too. <laughs> I'll wait until February and get it in my arm. Yes. Those are the two things I'd wait for. <laughs> Yeah. So a few weeks ago, we were talking about the Moderna vaccine, and that was the Dolly Parton funded one. Oh, right. yes. Uh, today, it's under review to see whether or not that'll be approved. And they and yep. they I think they expect the FDA to give it a thumbs up as well and for right. it to roll out on Monday. So mm, Moderna, yeah. Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton. I read a really, real. this is how big a nerd I am, a really fascinating article on how UPS and FedEx were gearing up to, to ship this. They've been working for months. They started doing the planning and logistics on this virus like back in July, knowing all the things that they would need to accomplish whenever the virus dropped in terms of, you know, the temperature it has to be kept, refrigeration, how many hands it would have to change, being able to track every single dose right down to the fact that it was hitting at crisp. And now, if you go anywhere near UPS or FedEx, they will no longer guarantee anything delivered by Christmas, even a week ago, mm -hmm. because the virus gets priority, which is good, which it should, mm -hmm. you know. But think about that. Wow. That, you know, they had already pre-cleared that airports, if you're, if you're, now, of course, there's not that many planes out, but if you are flying into an airport, any, like a UPS or FedEx plane that is carrying the vaccine will get priority landing over any other airplane. Um, wow. I mean, that's how fast they're trying to get this thing out to people. And they did. I mean, it was here within days. I think this first shipment started like Friday and they were here at UW by Monday, something wow. like that. I mean, it's Jeez. really It's amazing, almost like the transplant effort, you know, when you're going to have a transplant. Yeah. Plant, everything is like yes. bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'm sure seeing a lot of FedEx and UPS vehicles in my neighborhood just mm -hmm. going back and forth on our street. I, I swear it's like every minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Christmas and everything. Part of me is like, I wonder if there's a vaccine in one of those. Choices. I doubt it. <laughs> on your street? I mean, Maybe not. What if there's an at home? I mean, <laughs> right. We next year. Bezos on your street? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> Remember last year when so many packages were being stolen? Well, now everyone's home. So right. packages don't... I I don't see that in the news that you know oh, not in my neighborhood oh. people don't care anymore that they're on camera they're oh, like hi they'll wave at them and then oh. <laughs> they're ballsy wow people are ballsy our neighborhood apps always saying up oh, another porch pirate oh i got i was this is no joke. I, I was deputized last year on the uh, the neighborhood where I lived. Um, I was out walking my dogs. It was like, I don't know, 
like right around this time of year. And a cop stopped me and I'm like, oh God, what did I do? My dogs have licenses. What's going on? And and he said, I'm officially deputizing all the dog walkers because you guys are the best people at spotting porch pirates because you know who lives <laughs> Like, I thought that was really cool. Like I felt this great sense of responsibility to watch for unsavory characters and call in, you know? I didn't ever see any, but I'm like, what a smart idea. Yeah. You know? Did he give you like a sticker badge? <laughs> no, but he, he did this cute little thing where he touched my shoulders like he was knighting me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's so yeah. awesome. But he, he even had a little flyer. They called it, it couldn't be Paw Patrol because they probably would have gotten sued for that. Oh. But I forget what it was called. It was like, you know, four-legged FBI or something like that. I forget what it was. But it was, that is a really smart way to get your neighborhood watch going, you know. Is yeah. that there's nobody nosier than dog walkers because we see everybody's yard every day like, oh, that's an ugly Christmas decoration, you know. And why not? <laughs> Why not, like, Why not observe this? <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Well, that was last year. Now now I'm in oh. a different neighborhood. They probably don't care. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I haven't actually seen one cop in this neighborhood in all the time. Oh, no. I can't decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you oh. know, what I've been noticing is all these COVID surveys, it's like people aren't traveling as much this year. Duh, you had to do a survey for that. Another no one is, is people getting hurt by putting up their trees is up 11%. <laughs> What? what? Yes. And I will In say... What? what are they doing wrong? Maybe it's the latter. I don't know. But they're getting injured putting up their trees. <laughs> Everybody turn into Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, wow. is, there, is it because there's a squirrel flying out of the yeah. tree? <laughs> Are they having to like saw it to get it in the little stand? I mean, what's the deal? Or, or maybe what they're poking, they maybe they're poking their eye out with the fake tree, trying to jam that, that in the little be. holes. <laughs> We did, oh, come uh, on, we, people. <laughs> we did do the fake tree this year. We we were going to go out and get a real tree, and we decided it's kind of raining the expenses a little bit. So we we have a fake tree, but I love our little fake tree. I mm-hmm. just it makes me yeah. happy because boom, you plug it in and the lights come on, and Instant. it's missing a few branches. Though, so it's, <laughs> oh it's, no, got but, some gaping holes, but it's fine. You know, you get out the ornaments and you you know remember where you were when you got them all. It's still yeah. You know, I still get the same joy out of it, and I don't have to water it and sweep up needles. That's true. And you could just use one of those things called the tinsel to, to cover the right. tinsel that's it yeah you can use tinsel to, to cover up that cover missing cover branch <laughs> right the missing branch yeah. but yeah. we had no mishap no mishap i'm so <laughs> happy good. to hear that the big question is have you found a koala an owl or a snake in your tree <gasps> now there are snakes uh-huh Yep, that was... I know the owl story. Tell us the koala and snake story. So the koala was in Australia, but it was after. And I guess koalas are curious. And so she came home and apparently left the door open while she was putting away groceries and came out and the koala was hanging off her tree. And (laughs) (laughs) the other... Hi there. And the other one was this big snake and she was... She was like going... While she's videoing it and it's just like it's yellow and it's just weaving out over the branch, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. And then yesterday in the big news was a gingerbread house and in it was this huge big spider started crawling out the door. (laughs) That made the news. No. Now I'm starting to see why there's so many injuries popping up. It's the wildlife. (laughs) There's a koala in my tree. Woo! (laughs) I mean, are koalas dangerous? I know nothing about koala bears other than they're cute. (laughs) I think I'm I'm told they're kind of nasty. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, at least relative to their cuteness. Oh. Like, it may not be that they're nasty. It's just that you expect them to hug you back like Baby Yoda. and <laughs> They'll scratch your face. Yeah. yeah, they do have little claws <laughs> and teeth. That wouldn't stop me from hugging one. No, me either. Speaking of Baby Yoda, that's <laughs> the uh, most popular uh, tree topper this year. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> yes. The child. This is what happens when I have to work the morning shift for three days. I get all this information. <laughs> <laughs> Like you got, you got to write this stuff down because it's good material. That's right. I, I, uh, I shared a picture on the Facebook the last couple of days as Baby Yoda eating the elf on the shelf. This one couple, they had three elves on the shelves, one for each of their daughters, and apparently they all had different color eyes. These elves on the shelf, they took turns. One night, Mama do it. Next night, Dad. Mom did it. She went. And then she got up in the morning, ran to the store to finish up Christmas shopping and gets a text from her hubby who decided to make cookies. 
She had planted them in the oven thinking, who's going to use the oven <gasps> but me? <laughs> so, and you melted them? Charred, yes. Oh. <laughs> Along with the note. <laughs> Yikes. They're not going to tell the kids. They're afraid it will traumatize gonna, them. Oh, my God, that would traumatize the poor kids. Yes. But it's hilarious. It probably of course, traumatize the dad. <laughs> yeah, their Instagram <laughs> went viral. Make uh, Bake cookies, not elves. <laughs> <laughs> When did Elf on the Shelf start? You know, I think it's kind of recent. I didn't, I certainly didn't do it when my kids were little. We had several of them that we put on our tree, but I never knew it was a thing. I want to say like 2010 or 2011 or something. Uh, my kids, it was late enough for them to not really think anything of uh, Elf mm -hmm. on the Shelf. Was it a book first? I think so. Okay. I just know my grandkids are all about the elf on the shelf, and they are not, when they find it, they are not allowed to touch it. And oh, if they do. <laughs> it bites. I guess something happens to their Christmas presents. I don't know. Yeah. It, it makes them you behave. Don't, you don't get any. You don't yeah. get any. The, the elf, is, uh, he's the whole naughty or nice thing. It's, um, you know, the population is so big now, Santa needed some help. So <laughs> that's what the elf on the shelf does is he... He checks for naughty, naughty versus niceness. And yeah. I think if you mess with the elf, you don't get any gifts. Yeah. So you don't want to do so that. so I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice there's a mailbox near me, uh, right by the Renton Airport. There's a letters to Santa mailbox, big oh. red mailbox. Oh. Every day I see people driving by and putting stuff in it. And that makes me happy. Because, oh. you know, in the age of like texting and email, I'm so glad to know that Santa is still old school. Like he will accept yeah. regular snail mail letters and he reads them all. And I just, I love that about him. He, he's so good. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> and his helpers, whoever, whoever empties that mailbox, keep on it. <laughs> That's right. Kudos. And you know, you can start tracking Santa now on NORAD. Oh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, has yeah. he, he hasn't left yet, has he? I mean, I'm assuming he's <laughs> No, but they're prepping you. They're, they're right. speculating uh, now. And I think the 23rd is when the real journey begins. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, isn't he still, isn't Mrs. Claus still fattening him up? Doesn't he have like another week that he's got to eat whatever it is Santa eats? <laughs> Most likely, yes. <laughs> so that he, that he can make it through the whole journey. <laughs> right. Santa, <laughs> eat, eat. No one wants a skinny Santa. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend who's a chef always says nobody would trust a skinny chef. <laughs> yep. What do you think he eats? Like chicken fried steak and... Mm -hmm. Pork chops and applesauce. And applesauce, mm -hmm. mashed potatoes. Mm, yeah. Suddenly I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up Jewish, I never got to do a lot of Santa stuff. So as an oh. adult, I'm really into it. <laughs> so did you just do Hanukkah? Oh, yeah. Growing up, sure. We just did Hanukkah. Yeah. Oh. I think there was one year when I was probably like eight or nine when my mom let me put up stockings on Christmas Eve because all the kids were doing it and I didn't understand why I couldn't do it. And so I think I had a, uh, there were maybe a, a couple of years there where I had a stocking. But otherwise, yeah, it was, it was all Hanukkah till you know, I grew up and got together with Sharon and now we celebrate both. So um, no tree. Which is nice. No tree growing yeah. up? Growing up, no, no, never a tree. No. Uh, wow. No. Did you have Just, dreidels? Fun, different kind of dreidels? Sure. Yeah. We would, we would play dreidel. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Play dreidel and make latkes and light the candles. And, you know, that was mm -hmm. it. It's eight nights. Usually the first night was like the big night when you'd get your big present. Like, like you get the Barbie townhouse on the first Ooh. night. And then, <laughs> Did you get that this year? No, I did not get one this year. And then the rest of the nights you get like Barbie shoes and Barbie clothes and stuff like that. But That's um, cool. it's funny. Sharon and I have gotten to the point we've been together so long. We don't actually get each other uh, Christmas and Hanukkah gifts anymore. We still do. We do birthday presents, but we don't do holiday gifts. But I think that's just because, you know, you're so busy buying them for other people. Yeah. Um, and we just don't need any more stuff, you know. I get um, it. Yeah, so we don't yeah. we don't do that anymore, which is good because her birthday is uh, right after Christmas. It's the first week of January, oh. so that would make it that would make it harder to get gifts back to back. But also, this gives me time, so I see what she gets for Christmas from her family, and then I can fill in the blank of what I know she wants for her birthday. birthday yeah. yeah, is today the eighth day of Hanukkah? Yes, it, it is. is. It is. It's, it's the okay. last night. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll whip up whip out whip out all the candles tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you've been you've been good and uh, putting doing a light every single 
every night. I think this is the first year I can remember actually in a long time that I was able to do it every night. There's always something going on where you'd miss a night. Yeah, I did. I, I bought what I think was the last box of Hanukkah candles in the neighborhood <laughs> last week, just in time. And uh, yeah, we lit them every night. I still have, uh, I use my parents' menorah and even they didn't use it anymore. This was the menorah that they used. So when I was growing up, wow. this was actually nice. We each had our own. So there were four of us kids. So my parents had one and then each of the four of us had one and we'd all light them together. So there were five menorahs, which oh. meant, so that's what, five times. Wow. I mean, these are 45 candles. Wow. That, yes. That that's so really special. Nice. You have your parents' menorah. Yeah. So oh, they had this wonderful. until, I think when I was maybe 10, they switched to something a little fancier, but they always kept this old one. It's actually made in Israel. It's all wow. covered in wax. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll clean some of it off, but I don't want to clean all the wax off because I like how it looks. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, this, this menorah has been in service for 50 years, probably more, more than 50 years now. Wow. Yeah. So oh, that's that, so great. Yeah. So I like it. It's weird because it's a little, like the little holders are just a little bit too small for modern candles. So you got to really kind of crank them in there. <laughs> yeah. um, but and every once in a while, I have to kind of tighten it. It's got these little old screws that kind of come loose and I have to tighten it. But uh, it yeah. makes me happy. Mm. You know, yes. Yes. Yeah. Spreading the light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such a it's nice wonderful. holiday. Just lighting candles and saying the prayers. And Sharon knows all the prayers. We've been together so long in, in Hebrew. And she knows it. Sharon can recite all the Hanukkah prayers pretty much all by herself. Like, maybe I'll have to prompt her on one word, but barely, barely. I mean, yeah. she really knows it. It's pretty amazing. Well, there's so much to say for tradition, you know, it's like to have something that you do every year that you learn, you count on, you pass mm -hmm. down. I mean, I think that's so awesome. It really is. I think that to me is one of the best things about religion or, or belief of any kind is the tradition, the, the cultural tradition, the family tradition that, that you carry with you. And yes. we, we all lost some this year, whether it's, you know, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving or Christmas, you're not going to be able to spend with your family. In my case, Hanukkah is fun, but really the holiday that meant most to my family was Passover, which is a springtime holiday where you sit down and you have this dinner where you sort of tell the story of the exodus from Egypt. And we did it on Zoom this year. And <gasps> you know what? It was really fun. <laughs> I have to admit, yeah. it was weird, but fun to be Zooming with my family. It, it wasn't bad at all. Would I rather have been there? Of course. But... I will always remember that, you know, uh, probably more than I will remember other normal Passover years. So I agree with you that the traditions themselves are as important as to me as whatever the meaning of the holiday is. And, you know, obviously the meaning's important too, but the lighting of the candles, I don't even necessarily think about the story about why we light the candles. I just think about the candles and my parents, you know. Mm -hmm. And how oh. fun for kids to light candles. My goodness. I know. Seriously. Fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Dreidel is a, uh, dreidel's basically a little gambling game, like the, the four, the size oh, of the dreidel, it? you know, you, you spin it and whatever mm -hmm. comes on, it you collect. On. But I actually have, I haven't gotten to play the year. I have a dreidel drinking game. Also, <laughs> I think we would play that Good. with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Well, wow. every everything I've learned about Hanukkah is from Claire and the Hallmark Channel. Right. That's right. <laughs> they have branched out. They they've had yes. quite a few uh, Jewish movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or Hanukkah movies. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the comments was, "Is Hanukkah always this fun?" And they said, well, yeah, if you have the right family. <laughs> yes. Yep. Just like any other holiday. We watched, um, there was one, I think the one that came out last year where um, he pretends to be Jewish to, to get in with her family. He's not even, they're not even really dating. He pretends to be her boyfriend because she broke up with her boyfriend. Is oh. that what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, and they, whatever. It's Hallmark. <laughs> oh, I know. He's an actor and he got a role as a Jewish guy. So he comes to her family's house because she didn't have a date and he's her date, but also he's studying her family so he can learn what it is to be Jewish. <laughs> Gosh, this sounds familiar. It was really But I cute. know I haven't seen any Hallmark movies. Are you sure it was one of the Hallmark movies? The Hallmark movie is probably a ripoff of some other movie, oh. right? Like, and, they just, and they just Hallmarked it up. But anyway, uh -huh. she, the mother makes uh, latkes for him, right? And I remember the, w the very first time I spent the holidays with Sharon's family, I don't even think we were together then. I think we were just friends. And her mother made uh, potato pancakes for me. She like looked up how to make them and she, oh, they were so good. Aww. It reminded me, it took me back to that moment. Yeah. So yay, Hallmark, for yes. you know, getting in the spirit for everybody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all things for all people. I, I still That's haven't right. gone to my hometown and bumped into somebody yet that, you know, I was going to fall in love with. But, you know, 
It only happens on Hallmark. (laughs) There has to be an impetus, Lori. Um, It has to be like the town needs to put together a Christmas pageant and you're the only one who can do it. Oh, that's it. There has to be a crisis. Yeah, or maybe the school has to close, the, the drama school has to close and you have to go put on a play to save it or yeah right or maybe someone in your family has an old shop that makes sweet wooden toys and nobody buys those anymore and and you have to go try to save the shop so it's not like you can just go bump into somebody you you have to be saving them from a mean old man who's yeah. gonna foreclose on it okay you have to have now a let's mission. just send her over to hollywood and get her on the bachelorette <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we, we need to get you on the bachelorette i, I think i'm a little yes. too old for that <laughs> No, no, you're not. They had their oldest one this season. That's oh. right. Old, and yeah. Old is hip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old is very hip right now. I think that you, we will definitely, should we put her on The Bachelor and have her fight with other women for a man? Or should we put her on The Bachelorette and have men fight over her? Let's give her choices. Let's have her on The Bachelorette. Okay. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And then you, you get to the drama guys fight right. and get all catty give them polygraph tests yeah. <laughs> and then other people get salty and yeah mm-hmm. it's fun <laughs> i i'm not caught up are you no i'm not caught up that's one of the nice things about being on vacation is i've i've missed a lot of tv i don't even know what's today thursday yeah so wow you don't even on, know what day it is wow. it was on two nights ago yeah so no yeah. i'm not caught up i saw the headlines like i get all the magazines in my inbox so i know she's down to three I just oh. don't. I don't know which three, and I didn't want to spoiler alert myself, so I haven't yeah. looked yet. But so will you wait? To, will you wait yeah. and binge watch them all at once, or will you do one at a time? Oh, I'll, I'll probably end up watching. Yeah, it's kind of hard with the Bachelorette because it's two yeah. hours long. It's two hours oh. each episode, Lori. Yeah. Oh, I was going to have you start, but I'm like, well, I can't torture her that way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty hours later, <laughs> and you can you can kind of hot track and and skip through it. Sometimes I'll read the synopsis from one of my magazines and then I'll just skip to and watch the scene that I want to watch. If you go to abc.com, you can actually watch like little three-minute segments of it. And then if you're like, ooh, then you can go back and watch it in real time. <laughs> Lori, if you're going to be on The Bachelorette, it'll benefit you to watch so that you can yes. study the goings-ons. Mm-hmm. And right. Right. it's drama. Okay. Like, for example, you need to know the rules to strip dodgeball so you can accurately judge <laughs> if they're doing it properly. <laughs> 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 oh my, yeah. Don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, it's up to you. I think right. besides the producers who, who give you these ideas, I think you ultimately would be the one to say, yeah, let's do this strip dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. But also, you'll have a team of former bachelorettes there to help you. Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, they, they, JoJo they coach and, you. Yeah, they coach you. All the old bachelorettes will come back and, and help you pick the right guys. Oh, I see. I'm a newbie on this, so I know, but I don't know, because this is COVID bachelorette, so I don't know what really happens in the past bachelorettes, and by the way- It is different. It is different. I I have to tell you, as a viewer, there's something different about it. I can't, other than that they're not smooching as as much as they used to. Mm, Really? Uh, You can see it in the filming that it's definitely different the way they they carry it. I've been watching a lot of TV lately. I've been trying to watch a lot of stuff that's been filmed post COVID. And it's interesting. If you look, you can see, like, there's this show. Have you heard of uh, Virgin River? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a Netflix kind of a hallmark. In fact, it's got a lot of the same. It's filmed in Vancouver, so it's got a lot of the same hallmark. <laughs> Netflix <laughs> hallmark. <laughs> like, season one, it, like, one of the main sets is this bar, and they're always indoors. And suddenly, season two, is there, they have outdoor seating. And I'm like, when the hell did that bar get outdoor seating? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's COVID. Not that that's part of the show. The show doesn't mention COVID at all. But you can clearly see that crowd scenes are outside now. Suddenly there's all this. It's It was fascinating. And I think the Bachelorette, their interactions are definitely different than they used to be. Mm. Yeah. So, Lori, we need to get you on. We need no viruses. Get all your vaccinations. We need a completely clean and clear Bachelorette season for you so you can get right up in these guys' faces. Okay. Yes. Well, if I do, you guys will have to be there because my picker is obvious broken. (laughs) (laughs) I will need my girls to help me. (laughs) We will help you. (laughs) And you know what, though? Some some guys, you can clearly tell who's not going to be the one. (laughs) Yes. You know. You can just read their bios ahead of time and tell which one. Any of them that says they're an aspiring actor, they're out. 
because yep. they're only in there to get famous. They are not uh, in there to actually meet a girl. Yeah, they're not okay. for you. Yep. So they're yeah. going to trick you. Pick a guy that's already like got a real job. <laughs> and someone who's really there for love. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And also, yep. no fake facial hair. You either have a beard or you don't have a beard. <laughs> Wait, are you You're referring to Noah? Me. Yes, I am referring was to Noah. Was that fake? That wasn't fake? No, it's that permanent five o'clock shadow that irritates me. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like back in 1985, it was fine. But now it's get off the fence, man. Grow it or don't grow it. <laughs> Remember that show Party of Five? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that guy with the permanent five o'clock shadow. He was totally hot. <laughs> 30 years ago. Boom. Done. Chevrolet but only him. <laughs> only him. Right. Only he can pull this <laughs> right. off. Right. Not <laughs> Noah. Not Noah. No. <laughs> also, I feel the same way about glasses. You either need glasses or you don't need glasses. <laughs> but don't put them on just to make yourself look smart. Come on, man. <laughs> that one always drove me nuts. Even when it was in. Wasn't yeah. like LeBron James doing that for a while? Like he was always wearing glasses. I'm like, why are you wearing glasses, man? You don't need glasses. <laughs> Put your contacts back on, buddy. Yeah, that's right. I can't imagine wearing glasses for fake. I mean, it's hard enough to wear them when you have to wear them for real. Yeah, you can't find them half the time. You know, I mean, why, why right. give yourself an accessory you're just going to lose if you don't need it? Right. So on these shows, does everybody try to like pretend they're just these awesome people or like do they show their real flaws? On The Bachelorette? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, they show their real flaws. Mm, okay. I think. I'm not, I'm not even sure they're showing all their real flaws. I think they're, they're showing flaws. Whether that's all of them, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. Don't you think, Anna? Again, I'm a newbie, so I'm not really sure what's really sincere and what isn't. I, I came in thinking none of this can be sincere. There's no way. They know they're going to be on TV. Right. They know too much. They know too much. But after a while, if this is months of filming, every single minute of your lives, then yeah, there's going to be a, a, a point in time when you're you're just going to have to be your real self. And so yeah. I'm sure they had to have uh, gotten to that point. Well, and know? my other question is, who has time to take that much time off to be on a show? Their employers will probably... Yeah be all on board they'll be like and mention our company name <laughs> right yeah i think there's there's ways they do that i mean you know think about it these shows have been going on for years and it's not just the bachelorette it's real world and 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 survivor and amazing race we mass singer you mass singer well no, they, i don't think you have to take off work to be on the mass singer <laughs> <laughs> don't you i don't know do, i mean what if you keep on making the rounds right yeah but those are no? famous people it's donny osmond oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I don't watch that show. <laughs> yeah, no, the Matt, Matt Singer is like famous people in there. They probably oh. shoot that all in one day. No, no, no. These Don't are famous like, people have jobs? <laughs> no, their job is being famous. And these aren't even real <laughs> famous people. These are like D-list famous people. These are, the, these are the people who couldn't get on Dancing with the Stars. Like, that's who goes on the Matt Singer. <laughs> it goes the next level. <laughs> yeah, it goes down from there. Um, but I've, I've always wondered that too, Lori. Like, how do these people get so much time off of work? I did, that fascinates me. But obviously, yeah. they, they figure out a way to do it, you know? I know some kids who are on the short list for Amazing Race. And, oh, man, I hope they get on. They oh, are such, cool. such good guys. They're brothers. And they're handsome. And they're funny. And they're goofy. And I helped them with their audition tape. And oh. they were sort of shortlisted. And then I hope they get on it. But they both have jobs, like real, actual, real-world jobs you have to report to. And both of them told me that they've already got clearances from their boss. It's not paid time off. Mm -hmm. But they would keep their jobs for them. Because in the end, it would end up being good publicity for them. So, mm. yeah. Oh. Interesting. Keep us posted. That's really yeah. cool. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now we can it. root for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're out in Savannah, these boys. So mm. I'll, uh, I could, Savannah, I could, ooh, no, no. <laughs> I could never do it. As much as we're encouraging you, Lori, and, and we will be with you every step of the way, I could never be on a reality yeah. show. I, I know you're talking as if I've said yes. <laughs> You guys, you know me. Well, I'm would too you do nice. Would you do I would it, be like, I don't know. I think I'm too nice. I think you need to kind of be a bitch to be like, uh, no, <laughs> forget that already. I'd be like, oh, all right. I got to be nice. Maybe it'd be good for me. The current one, Tasha, she has cried a few times because she felt like she wasn't nice um, yeah. to um, someone that she had to kick off or whatever. Yeah. So that would hurt yeah. my heart a little bit if they were nice, but they weren't for me. Right. Right. Yeah, mm. I'm sure it does, you know, once you get down to it. Plus, 
as your, your point about sincerity, Anna, when you've spent that much time together, whether you think these guys are marriage material or not, they've been your co-stars for six months locked in a resort in California. I think you yeah. do feel bad saying goodbye to them. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure she does have at least friendship feelings for a lot of those guys. So yeah, it probably is hard to kick them off the show and make them no, no longer getting the, the free fancy schmancy lunch from the resort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to work. But That's so where the real them. hurt's going. <laughs> so few of them actually end up married or stay married. I think the very, very very, very first Bachelor, Ryan and Trista. Mm-hmm. I think they are still married after all these years, but I, wow, I could never name any others of them, and I think very few of them hung, I hung think, in there. Um- Rachel Lindsay, uh, uh-huh. I think she's still married to the guy. I'm only going by the podcast that I, I listened yeah. to of, of hers. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if he was in it, but I thought that was the case. Oh, no, I think you're right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she just win Dancing with the Stars? I don't think so. I d- at least I didn't hear her talk about that, and she would okay. have, I'm sure. I think it was, oh, it's Caitlin Bristow. I get all my former Bachelorettes mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Caitlin Bristow. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a whole... It's a nation, Lori. The mm-hmm. Bachelorette and Bachelor Nation, it is massive. There are podcasts. There are like 10 spinoff TV shows. There are so much. There's spinoffs? Yeah, there's Bachelor in Paradise. What's the other one? There's Bachelor in Paradise, and there was something they were trying to do. <laughs> they was trying to do like an, a combination of Bachelor and American Idol uh, right when COVID started. It was. It would have <laughs> been awful anyway, but that just made it worse. <laughs> Oh what my was God. that called? Oh my God, we had such a blast on that with Fitz in the Morning. It was so awful. <laughs> the Masked um, Bachelor? <laughs> it might as well have been. It was terrible. They had to, basically, they would pair you up and you had to write and perform a song together and also fall in love. Oh my um, God! I want to see this! Oh my God. Oh, it was hey. so bad. I'll come up with the name for it and we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> okay, please. Oh my gosh, I have to know this. Like, like sometimes, Lori, I watch, I stayed invested in it, but some episodes I've sat there thinking, why am I watching this? Yes. But, but you do become invested and then you're like, well, I need to know who she chooses in the end. Right. And now I'm starting to think, an inkling of me is thinking, maybe I'll, I'll start watching The Bachelor. It it's the modern day soap opera. I mean, think right. about yes. it. When we were kids, yes. we were watching General Hospital and there's all these brain surgeons that are 24 <laughs> years old, right? And they're all falling in love with evil bankers and then there's like an ice princess. You know, I used to look askance at The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and think, who would watch that stupid? And you know what? It's just a soap opera. It's fun. Who cares? You, you got to think of it that way. You're right. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. You said, you said game show one time and I believe, and that's how I was able to mm-hmm. digest yeah. this a little bit better. <laughs> It's a game show. The goal of the game show is to win the man or win the woman and the, you know, multi-million dollar ring that goes with it, right? But you don't have to stay with them. Yeah. Hold on. Can you guys hold on just a second? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do a quick traffic. Okay. Okay. I'm Lori Hardy. (laughs) Are you going to help me? Oh, (laughs) sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know it was still recording. Okay. Sorry. sorry. I'm Lori Hardy, northbound I-5 out of Seattle. A little... I'm Lori on AM 880-KIXI. Ooh, sexy. Ooh. <laughs> sexy traffic report. Sexy, sexy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, All right, so yeah. here's our homework for the next week. Okay. Lori, you're going to study up on The Bachelorette and give us a confirmed answer as to whether or not you're going to go on it. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna... You and I are going to watch this week's Bachelorette and decide which of the three leftover men that Tasha's going after would be the best one for Lori. <laughs> I love it. I'll get hey, the leftovers. You know Let's just go with Claire's guy. Dale. 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 You love Dale. Uh, Dale. Yeah. Dreamy Dale. Gloria, yeah. you might you might like Dale. He's, He's taken. taken oh, he but is? they're not. Oh, dang. We could but, have invited uh, him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one they called the teddy bear? Is that Jed? Lori might like him. He's mm. a reject, so he's probably back. He's a reject. Now. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> of all the, so, so you and I are probably on the same episode then from last week. Last who week, yeah. don't you like? And who do you like? Oh, God. Noah, Ed, and um, Chasen. Oh, you don't like those two. Okay. No, or those they got to go. No. Yeah, no, I'm no. not They're... I'm not crazy about Noah. Um, yeah. Is Blake the Canadian who just sizzles about everything? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That guy, yeah. I used to like him. Yeah, he and, got a little Hollywood. Yeah. And who's, is it Bennett? Do you like Bennett? 
I think I do like Bennett. Which one is Bennett? I think he's the tall guy that has his own suite. Yes. Yeah, he's fine. At first, I didn't. I just yeah. thought, oh, what a snob. But um, <laughs> what a what? What a snob. Oh, snob. <laughs> what do you think I said? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. I thought you said some new millennial word that I didn't know. Snob. Wow. Okay. So, Lori, we, I hope we sold you. <laughs> By the way, um, for Tasha, I'm kind of feeling who's the Steph Curry looking guy? Yeah. Him, I like. Yeah. I think Him, he's probably the one. I'm not liking that she decided to reject Damar. Damar was good, and he seemed really surprised that she kicked him off, too. Yeah. Which the conspiracy theorist in me wonders if maybe they secretly hit it off, and she wants to just get him out of the spotlight so that she can finish the show and Mm. break up with someone and get together with him. I know that I'm just a conspiracy theorist, and maybe I've watched too much Bachelorette. So what would be the advantage of that? They get to be on the down low a little bit. Hmm. They don't have to be a public spectacle. I mean, if you really, truly are in love with somebody and want to go spend your life with them, you'd really rather not do it with cameras shoved in your face. Mm, I see. And that's just my guess. But I could be so, so wrong. Just the way, the look on his face when he got killed, I just felt bad for him, you know? I don't yeah. think we're, I don't think we're done with Damar. Like the way we're not done with Bennett? see Lori you can there are so many opportunities and options for you that even if you kick someone out you can get them back come back they could come back so anything can happen on the back anything can happen and and you are in control girl Interesting. <laughs> Lori's like, what is yes. going on here? Uh, you know, the <laughs> only, thing, actually going on the only thing I can think of is the few that I've seen, like they're in the pool. And I mean, <laughs> I yeah, am and? not a 20 year old in a bikini. <laughs> I, I swim. Just... I have maybe some guns on me, but <laughs> got a little gravity going on. See, but the thing is, the the reason why I'm laughing so hard is because really the focus is on the guys who are like trying to oh, give okay. you a little beauty pageant. Or oh, I right, see, they're doing, they're strutting their stuff. Stronghold on. Okay, yeah. if one wore a speedo, I'd be off now. You're off now. <laughs> no question. <laughs> I don't even want to know your I, personality. Can I talk to you back here? <laughs> Speedos are out. You know why? I mean, I know that it's like a French thing or European thing, right? But in America... Or an L.A. thing. It feels like men in Speedos have these attitudes. And so, you know, I swim. So I swim three days a week. There seemed to be a new guy, which I don't know because I don't really pay attention to the the Masters. I'm not in the Masters. I'm just in the same pool at the same time. And so this guy in a little turquoise speedo he happened to be in the lane next to me and every time i would swim up to the side he would do a a sink facing me he would sink all the way down facing me so that my face is just there when he's going down and i'm like what what is this and i'm looking at my sister and we can't talk because we got earplugs in our ears and goggles on our eyes it's not like he could even think i was cute i mean i've got snorkel you can't see me (laughs) but i'm like why is he doing that (laughs) stop it don't be doing Gross. that. I know. <laughs> Get her out of my water. I'm surprised that people wear Speedos anymore. <sighs> I didn't know this, actually. I mean, in competition, I could see. Yeah, right. yeah, competition. Right. But. Just, at, just at the pool trying to, you know, get your strokes in. Come on. Man. So That's, the big yeah. joke in our family was my ex-husband, because we all know he's gay and we, you know, he and I get along. We've raised our kids. You know, the big joke was he always wanted to wear a Speedo. And I always say to my brother, well, that was for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I had a thing about Speedos. I think the same thing about the um the bike people, the people who go on long distance right. bike rides and and insist on wearing those ridiculous outfits. And it's one thing if you're actually like going on a long distance bike ride, but if you're just going to spend half the day sitting in an outdoor cafe talking about the bike ride you just went on, do you need that that level of spandex for that? I don't think you do. I know. Remember so. that commercial where he gets to work and he's stretching in his spandex and everyone's like, yes. Oh. Yeah. It's like just stop it. We get it. You work out. You're an athlete. That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just wear a lanyard that says it? <laughs> oh my With God, that, right. ladies. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, thank you, listeners. And thank you, Life Coach Lori and Claire for being a friend. <laughs> thank you for being a friend, Anna. 
Yes. And thanks for not wearing Speedos. No, no, no. more Speedos. <laughs> we have self-esteem and self-confidence. We don't need to put it in anyone else's face. <laughs> That's right. We have nothing to prove. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that we should end on the note of wishing everybody whatever they celebrate, Hanukkah or Christmas yes. or yep. wishing everybody the best and safest of holidays because it's going to be different. And for some people, it's yep. going to be really hard. And yes. there are helplines. There are call lines. People can call if they just need to talk to someone. Because oh, that's good to know. Yeah, being mm-hmm. alone is is hard on some people. I mean, I struggle with it, but I do talk on the phone a lot. But I am alone a lot. I'm alone here. I'm alone in my car. I'm alone in my apartment. You know, I just want people to know that if somebody's struggling, there are helplines to call. Suicide prevention. Washington has a Washington talk line that you can call if you just want to talk to somebody. I love that you pointed that out. If you just want to talk to somebody, you don't have to be all the way at your wit's end. Right. If you feel like you're just feeling that way or you're sad or you're lonely, just mm-hmm. call, pick up the phone. That's what they're there for. That is good advice, you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Thank you, listeners, for downloading this podcast. You can get it everywhere. You get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. And you guys, I found out, and I'm not even joking. I'm not going to joke this time. <laughs> you can say to Alexa, Alexa, play Listen and Learn or Not podcast, and it will play this podcast. Alexa has us. I don't know how. What you're saying is overnight shift, I can say, hey, Alexa, play Listen and Learn or Not. And you have to have an echo or something. You can't just say it in the middle of anywhere. But if I say it and they have it in their house... Yeah, yes. you'll turn it on. You'll you'll mm-hmm. turn it on and you'll turn listen. I could turn this on, on in everybody's house. Wow. I love this idea. I know. This I, was such good news I couldn't even joke. I love it. Here's a little parting word. What? Don't forget the Grinch. Oh. I know he's mean and hairy and smelly. His hands might be cold and clammy. But I think he's actually kinda sweet. Sweet! <laughs> That's when he's stealing the tree. He's sweet. Right? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Santa. <laughs> so let's be kind. Oh, where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find, find you? <laughs> where have you gone away? Hey. Oh, that's sweet. Don't cry. Don't cry, everyone. (laughs) Just remember to give us a five-star rating. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because if you don't, then we'll start crying. That's right. (laughs) And And you don't want us to cry. (laughs) And if you enjoyed it and you learned something or not, be sure to tell a friend and a friend's friend and your neighbor and the Amazon guy who's delivering a package to your neighbor. You know what? Why don't you even tell the porch pirate that's trying to steal the package? (laughs) That's right. The porch as well. And the koala <laughs> in your tree. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Happy this holidays. Is happy holidays. <laughs> this is Listen and Learn. Or, or not. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Luna and Sadie approve. <laughs> Thank you, Luna. Thank you, Sadie. Okay, love you guys. Love you guys too. <laughs> bye bye. 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 <laughs> <Before you guys. laughs>